It's Thursday, November the 9th, 2023. You're listening to On the Sideline Sports with Michael Adams. Here's your host, Michael Adams. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode, or another episode, I should say, of On the Sideline Sports with Michael Adams. This is take two. I was recording for about, or I was going on for about 15 minutes, looked over at my audio interface and realized I wasn't recording. So we're, t- <laughs> we're on take two. Um, uh, welcome again, guys. It is playoff time in Texas. We've got lots and lots of stuff to talk about in the course of the next 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, one of the nice things about podcast is you're not really constrained by time. Um, the only constraint that you really have is do people really want to listen to you for an hour? And I would be willing to bet you there's not a lot of people that want to listen to me talk for an hour. So that being said, we're going to try to constrain this into about 40 to 45 minutes if possible. Um, but on that note, uh, I do want to send out a thank you to all my new followers, my new listeners. We had, I had a, the podcast last week was just I mean, I'm, I went back and I looked, and I don't look at this stuff very often, but I went and looked at the analytics for the podcast, and I was like, holy crap, this many people cared? And, I mean, it was, we're talking, I mean, and it's small. Again, this was the second episode I've ever done, but it had like 1,500 downloads. And I was just like, Jesus, with just a little bit of promotion that I did. So, um Got a lot of, I guess I have a lot of new listeners to the podcast, so welcome aboard. I'm really, really appreciative of you joining me. Um, to all the readers on that go to the website, otssports.com, thank you. It This thing has um, grown at a much faster pace than I really expected it to. Um, just the people that are, you know, the following that I'm getting on social media, the uh people that are coming to the website, the people that listen to podcasts, watching the videos on YouTube, um, you know, just the, the newsletter subscriber. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter and you go to the website, there is a link at the top that says um, newsletter. If you click on that, it'll take you to the sign-up page. All you got to do is put your email address in there and boom, you're already in, you're in, you're on the newsletter. Um, I had a, I woke up one morning, I want to say last Friday, Maybe it was or Saturday, and um, I had like twenty. So it, it notifies me every time someone signs up, and or I get an email every time someone signs up, and I it was like fifty five new messages. I was like, holy smokes! So, I guess we're stuck with the newsletter. But if you're not subscribed, you can go to the website, subscribe to the newsletter. It's good stuff. It's it's all everything you need to know in a week from the week going into the weekend, going into or what happened, what you missed last week, and. It's just another product that I'm putting out, trying to build the audience, build this um, company that I started as a hobby, and it has grown beyond my wildest imagination at a rapid pace, and I couldn't be happier. And again, I can't say thank you enough to everybody who's supporting me in this. It is um, from people on the sidelines and people that are quietly, you know, giving me guidance and, you know, everybody that's you know, just helping out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and appreciative. But we have more stuff to talk about than my gratitude to everybody. And so let's get diving in. We got volleyball playoffs 
We've got football playoffs, and there are six teams this weekend that are going to be playing from Austin that will be playing in regional tournaments for a chance to be at the state. Six teams. And I'm going to be on the vent- I'm going to venture to say in the top two classifications, Austin area should at least have one. And uh, we're going to dive into that. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We've got um, uh, football playoffs start this week, too. We got – I had an interview with uh, Vandergriff coach Drew Sanders. Vandergriff is one of the favorites um, to reach the state tournament. A lot of people think they can. And I think they got to get through Lake Travis first. <laughs> And uh, so uh, uh, Vandergriff really wasn't expecting that, I don't think. Well, I mean, I think they were. They knew there was a chance. But I don't think that was the the expected outcome for their postseason uh, this year. But um, I would say mid about week seven or eight, they started to realize, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. We might have to go play Lake Travis in the first round. So, Drew, uh, Coach Sanders and I, we talk about that. Uh, We talk about, you know, the – difference between one and a and t- or division one and division two because in 6a football it's not necessarily predetermined or it's not predetermined i shouldn't say necessarily it's not predetermined so what happens is you have your district right you play they put everybody into district and this is the way it used to be and i always liked this method but uh, i'm going to say about 2016 17 somewhere around that time uh the uil and its infinite wisdom decided hey we're going to separate um classifications into two divisions um, from 1A to 2A, and this is when they added 6A. So 1A to 2A, 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, 5A, we're just going to separate those automatically between Division One, Division Two. Take the guesswork out, even though I think, and maybe people disagree or agree or disagree with me, but I think that adds a lot to it. I think that adds some of the excitement to it because I'm sitting here, you know, in week 10, or week 11, week 10, trying to figure out District 25, 6A because it was a mess, and Certain things could happen. Certain teams could be shifted to different positions. And last year, Vandergriff went Division Two. This year, they're going Division One because Westwood got beat, kicked out. Van, and you know, if you read some of the other stuff, Vandergriff was in this really weird um, position where if they um, t- they were kind of in that sweet spot to where hey, if the right things happen, they could go Division One. If the right things happen, they could go Division Two. Um, and here we are. They're in Division One. We have a heavyweight bout on Thursday or Friday at Monroe Stadium between Lake Travis and Vandergriff, and it is going to be. I mean, it's a guys. This is a fourth round, fifth semifinal, quarterfinal matchup, a quarterfinal matchup in the first week of the playoffs. One of these teams, and they are both very good football teams, will not make it past Friday, and that is just that's the way it is. That's football, uh, high school football playoffs in Texas. And we're going to talk all about it uh, with Coach Sanders uh, later on in the program. Uh, we're going to talk to hear from um, Dripping Springs volleyball coach here in just a minute, um, Michael Kane and uh, sophomore Henley Anderson, who had a huge win on Tuesday, big win. Um, they beat Westlake, and guys, I mean, it was the scores were a lot closer than what the match actually was. Dripping Springs had that match from the point first serve all the way to the end. There was no question in my mind who the better team was that night. And, um, you know, you, you, I was kind of expecting it to go five, four to five sets because they're two very good volleyball teams. Westlake is nothing to write, nothing to turn down, turn your nose down at because that's a team that won nine straight going into that game. And they just came against a monster. 
And Dripping Springs just looked ever bit as good as they did early in the season. Um, so they're a scary team. They're going down to um, uh, San Antonio this weekend uh, to try to get back to the state tournament, which is next week in Garland. And, uh, you know, just follow along. We've got the most comprehensive volleyball coverage that you'll find anywhere of Aust- of the Austin area high schools. So, you know, follow along. Um, let's dive into what we got coming up this week. I mean, we've got, um, s- like I said, six teams in the um, regional tournament this week weekend. Uh, 6A, you have um, in 6A Region 4, which is going to be at um, San Antonio. Oh, geez, where was it? I, I had it somewhere and. Oh, here it is. Uh, so it's going to be at the Alamo Convocation Center in San Antonio. Uh, we got two games. Dripping Springs plays San Antonio Connor, and Lake Travis plays San Antonio Harlan in, in the region four. The two teams play on Friday. The winners play on Saturday. Whoever wins Saturday's game goes to the state tournament. It's looking like a real big um, Dripping Springs, Lake Travis um, rematch in that regional final. Um, I you know, San Antonio Harlan's got a 42 and five record. I think, you know, they're probably pretty, I mean, any, look, all four of these teams are really good teams. They're here for a reason. Um, I don't think San Antonio Cardinal, uh, San Antonio O'Connor is going to give Dripping Springs much of a um, challenge. I mean, San Antonio O'Connor is just, um, they're, I mean, they're going up against a giant and, you know, uh, you, um, Michael Kane, we'll talk about that here and uh, talk with him in just a minute. Or I'll play that interview for you. Uh, he was, they were just, you know, they just were, they, they're playing really good volleyball right now. They haven't dropped a set the entire playoffs. And um, the, the interesting part about all this is that you have, um, yeah, you, you know, the interesting part of this is they're, they're playing, they're hot at the right time. You get a, t- you, you know, every coach says, you, you know, we want to get hot at the right time. We want to get hot at the right time. And Michael Kane talks about this. I'm hearing this interview that I'm about to play, and it is, you know, it's a it's a scary situation. It's not a scary situation. It's a scary situation if you're going into if you're if you're San Antonio Connor. It's a very scary situation if you're San Antonio Connor. Um, but you know, it's they're hot. Uh, they're they're hot. They're playing well. They're playing, you know, lights out volleyball. And you know, Westlake just didn't look. You know, it it looked like a it looked like um, what's a good analogy for football? Like Texas playing Central Florida. You know, it's <laughs> in football. It it was it was really you know Dripping Springs com- clearly outmatched them. Um, but you know, Westlake beat them earlier in the season. Westlake was played really well, good volleyball. They're young. They're going to be back. They're going to be a force to play with next year. I wouldn't want to play Westlake next year. They're gonna, they got everybody coming back. They got Lily Davis coming back. They got their two freshmen, Emerson Butler and um, the other oh the other girl I can't think of her name, but Emerson oh Ali um Addison or Ali Hudgens. They got um like I said Lily Davis coming back. They've got uh, Caitlin Butler I think is coming back. You, you've got a really good core of players coming back next year, and it's they're going to be just they're going to be better. They're going to be much better. Um, but like I said, Dripping Springs, you know, they won that fourth, they won that in three sets. It, it was never close. It was never close. Dripping Springs was clearly the better team last night. Um, and here's what Michael Kane had to say 
after the after the match. Program, um, you know, I'd argue that we're you know, put us head to head with any of the top programs in the in the state in the last ten years, and and to do what we're doing is is quite honestly a little mind-boggling, and I, uh, it's hard to explain. But it's contagious, you know. And and Westlake is a fantastic team. They've got some young pieces, uh, and you know, they we split with them in the in the season. We knew this was going to be a war, but you know, we've been stepping up. I thought we played our best match um, against Madison. We, you know, we, we uh, warmed up with a, a, just a fantastic Highland Park team, and someone mentioned before about not, not, you know, not being afraid to play some of the best teams in the in the state, and and that's what it takes. If you want to play at the highest level, yeah, you got to be ready to lock horns with with anybody. And and these kids, hats off to them. When when the when you start needing to step up, they answer. You know, and I, I thought we've been a, I don't know, I hate to say sleeping giant, but because it's hard to say that when you're 47 and six, but um, they've just waiting to play the best volleyball when it's time. And, and it's our time right now. This is where we start to, to step up. And, and we know we got to respect everybody. Yeah, I mean, we I think we understood, we learned last year, I think this program learned a lot last year. Uh, we, had, we played a very talented Vandegrift team last year and went down 0-2 and, and down 19 or 18-24 and had like the miracle comeback, so to speak, and came back and reverse swept that and then took that momentum into the state championship. And I think these kids didn't forget. We got a lot of kids that were on that team. And I think there's uh, they're starting to, to listen to Hey, things are you can't overlook because uh, people people will sneak sneak up and get you. You got to respect everybody, all the teams. I went through it this morning with the team, the Madison team that we played. I mean, there's a list of who's who is still alive in the playoffs, and this is Madison in second round. You know, Vista Ridge. I went through a who's who of who they've beaten. That's first round. We we six A is is a is a bear, man. I mean, everybody can go. There's not a there's not a time to lay off in the playoffs, and I think they know that. So. And that was kind of um, very important, what he said there at the end. You know, it is. 6A volleyball is not – it is a beast. And you're playing really good teams every week. And the 6A Region 4 tournament is going to be quite fun. I still think Lake Travis, Dripping Springs plays each other in the next or in the final on Saturday. And, you know, whoever, either one, whoever's there, but either one of them's there or both of them's there, I will be there. Um, covering the game, we're gonna have um, a video. I might. I'm even gonna try to work out a live situation, so I'll be live and look for that uh, on social. Follow me at OTS or follow me at Michael Adams TX at, at Twitter, and you know all the links will be shared there. Um, so, but speaking of heavyweights, we might even have an all Austin Region Four Class Five A final. Um, Rouse, who beat Cedar Park last night in four sets. Um, looked every bit of the part of a state championship contender. Likely waiting them is going to be Liberty Hill in, <laughs> in the um, championship. Uh, those games are going to be played at the Northside Sports Gym in San Antonio right off 1604. And, you know, Rouse has McAllen Memorial. I think that's a pretty, um, e you know, even match. I think, you know, you, again, you can't look at any of these teams and say, oh, well, guess what? They're not that good, but I think Rouse is going to win that one. Liberty Hill, Corpus Christi, Flower Bluff is in the second semifinal at 7 p.m. on Friday. You know, that could go either way. I, I think Liberty Hill's playing just as good at volleyball right now as Rouse um, and Dripping Springs even. So, you know, I, I, it's not – you're not too far off to say there's going to be a uh, all-Austin area regional final there too, which would put two teams in the state tournament. Uh, guarantee us two teams in the state tournament with Rouse and Liberty Hill. 
the two if they do meet Rouse and Liberty Hill, they split the regular season. Liberty Hill beat Rouse pretty handily there in that last game of the season to where they shared the district uh, tournament. You know that's going to be fun to watch. I would, I it, that's going to be interesting. It's hard to be everywhere because that game's also at twelve o'clock on Saturday, and um, you know that's on the same side of San Antonio. You're just not going to be able to get to both. But um, that'll be fun to watch too. Class four A, we have Wimberley um, playing uh, Flores, Floresville, and Floresville's forty and two. Um, I think Wimberley's got a really tough matchup here. Um, if they win, they're going to have to play. Camille Davenport or Corpus Christi Cal Allen, who is the first semifinal. All those are at the Littleton Gymnasium on the northeast side of um, San Antonio. And, you know, I don't know. Wimberley's been one of those teams that's real sketchy. They're going to either play really well or they're going to, you know, falter. But I I think, you know, if they get to the final, final Saturday at one thirty, it's going to um, – you know, you could see Wimberley in that final, I would think. That they're going to have to get through Floresville, and that's going to be a really tough matchup for them. Uh, but, again, another opportunity for you, for Texas. And then the final team, Thraw. Thraw is, uh, has to play a Johnson City team um, that they should beat. But if they get to the final, they're going to have to play Schollenberg. Now, Thraw has the best record of the four teams in the Class 2A Region 4 final. Um, Schollenberg is 35 and 12, Stockdale's 30 and 11, Johnson City's 25 18, Thrall is 24 and 8. Thrall has been rolling through opponents in the playoffs. Um, you know, Thrall is very, very capable of walking through, the, through that region and winning the regional tournament. Those games are at Brenham High School and Brenham. So, um, you know, it's, it's exciting time if you're a volleyball fan. Um, it's a very exciting time. I will probably be at the um, – well, actually, not probably. I'm going to be at the uh, region at the Class 6A final um, if I don't pivot. I, it, may d- it depends on how Friday goes. If, I, if we get Liberty Hill-Rouse in the final for 5A, I might go to that one. Um, either way, we're gonna be, I'm going to be down there uh, OT, with OTS Sport – or on the sideline sports, Austin – uh, we're going to be down there. I'm going to do a live from whatever gym I go to. I uh, won't know till Saturday morning or Friday night. Um, we're going to go to pick a gym. We're going to go, and I'm going to do. I'll look at try to do a live. If I can't do a live, I mean, I'll do a live on Instagram. All my social medias are the same: OTS Sports, ATX. Um, you know, follow uh, follow along. Um, I will try to do a live wherever I'm at. Uh, have video highlights. We'll have uh, post game interviews. We'll have content on the website. It's going to be full on coverage. If uh, if you like volleyball, be sure to check in. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and um, we're going to come back and we're going to talk with uh, Drew Sanders from um, head <laughs> Vandergriff head coach Drew Sanders. Ooh, it's been a day. Um, right after the break. We're here with Vandegrift Van head coach Drew Sanders. Uh, coach, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, glad to be here. Yep. All right, let's talk playoffs. Um, kind of, I, I don't know, how, how shocked were you guys to find out that you were going to go Division One? I? I mean, I'm sure you knew it was a possibility, but when the, when, when the reality hit, what did you, uh, what was going to, what did you tell your kids? Well, I mean, it's, 
it's fine either way. You know, we our goal was to be 10 and 0 in district champs uh, for the regular season, and so we did everything that that was put in front of us well. And then we just kind of wait. You know, with in 6A, you don't truly know. Last year, I didn't know I was going Division Two. Um, Coach Carter and I had actually already made arrangements, and then all of a sudden, Cedar Ridge came back to beat. Uh, McNeil and uh, we went division two so you know I'm kind of used to this we're not sure who we're going to play really ever because my district is um, pretty even Mm -hmm. and so we were um, excited to get to play such a prestigious program like Lake Travis we've we've haven't played them in several years and so it's always nice to test yourself against the best that's kind of a built-in rivalry game isn't it because I mean I think the border is what the dam Mansfield dam for the two school districts you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it just depends on what people call rivalries. You know, we've never beat them, so I think we need to kind of beat them to be a rivalry, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. we're 0-4 against them. We haven't played them since 17. Mm-hmm. So I would think um, we would need to beat them for it to be a rivalry right now. They, you know, they're just kicking our butt. So I guess we've got to figure that out. And, I mean, that, going into Friday, though, I mean, what do, you, what do you see about Lake Travis that could give you problems, or what do you like? What, how do you feel you match up with them? Well, I mean, um, it's always a matchup problem with those guys. They have um, amazing receiver core. There's not one bad receiver in any of their starters. They have backups that are really good. Um, quarterbacks, they've kind of gone back and forth between a couple of guys. Both are extremely athletic and can run around and throw um, two experienced running backs. And then on defense, I mean, that you know, Coach Carter has made his money on playing great sound defense. Uh, he's kind of patented that, you know, that four-down stuff he does. He's, he's dabbling in some three-down. Um, but he has a system, and he has uh, kids that play really hard. Um, so, I mean, it's it's definitely probably, in my mind, a fourth-round matchup in the first round. And is, uh, I guess would that make it more exciting? Does that make it more exciting for your kids to have that kind of a matchup in the first round? Or would you kind of rather, you know, have a good matchup that you, you're pretty sure you're going to win? Not to say you can't beat well, Lake Travis. First, but. <laughs> that, that is totally said by somebody that's not a coach because there would never be a matchup that I would go into and say, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. So that's number one. Right. Number two, um, there's excitement because there's two good programs uh, playing first round for sure. I, I, you know, I think there's probably excitement at the Lake Travis side too to get a chance to play a good team. Um, but um, there's, there's really that way to answer that question is, it's it's win or go home. So um, there's nothing like the six A playoffs. Every single play you live or die on both sides. Every every bounce of the ball gets one side out of their seats. And and there's nothing like it. The Texas playoffs, especially six A playoffs. You know we've been fortunate enough to do it eleven or twelve years in a row. And and it's my favorite time of year. Mine too, actually. I, I really enjoy the playoffs. Six A, five A. I mean, just the whole. The atmosphere around the Texas high school football playoffs is just amazing um, in every level. And speaking of that, because I know, I mean, over the years I've, you know, been through, I've seen Division One, Division Two. Is there such, is there a gap, I guess, if you will, between playing in Division One and playing in Division Two, especially at the 6A level? You know, I had never played in Division One until this year. Um, I always thought those teams I was playing were really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I could go list Steel. I mean, I bet there's a lot of people that wouldn't want to play Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, there were a lot of people that didn't want to play us. We were in Division Two. DeSoto's in Division Two. 
Katie was in Division Two last year. They're nine-time state champ. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, anybody that wants to try it, try it and see how they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, you make a valid point. Like, there's, there's a, especially at the 6A level, it, I don't think it really matters. Because, I mean, if you get Division One, you've got Galena Park, North Shore, Duncanville, and then Division Two. like you were saying, you're at uh, DeSoto, possibly Katie, um, and stuff like, and, you know, there's good competition, I guess, on both sides of the, whichever yeah. side yeah. you go in. Um, right. And knowing that, you all had a good run last year. Um, obviously, you want to duplicate it this year. You want to go back to the state championship. You feel like you got a lot to prove. Um, you all have that experience. Like, Travis has that experience. Do you feel like that experience is going to let you go into this first-round matchup with Lake Travis, which is a great test, and see, you know, where you're at to go? I mean, is it a good test to prepare you for the run you're, or the teams you're going to have to face later on and down the road? I guess it's a better way to answer that. Yeah, question. I mean, I, I think that, you know, anytime you can win a game against a quality opponent, regular season, but especially playoffs, mm -hmm. it immediately levels up your team. I mean, you know, to take a video game analogy, which I know all the kids um, understand, it just it's like going to the next level. You know, wh who, whatever team wins, it's going to be one of those toss-up games on Friday night. So, you know, whoever wins is going to go out of there with a bunch of confidence and and excitement and feeling like they can beat anybody in the state. Mm -hmm. And do you, um, is it, I guess, is it uh, for a coach, is it challenging to keep their heads on a little bit um, when you're going no, to the No, no. This is easier. This is easier. These kind of games, in my experience, you know, this is my 17th year as a head coach. These kind of games are easier to keep everybody focused, and I bet Hank would agree. Um, it's the it's the other ones that everybody on the outside, like you said at the beginning of this call, oh, you should win this game. Like, I can't stand those kind of comments. Um, and so this one, it's easy. It's like there's a little doubt in both teams as far as, like, people will say, can you win, whatever. You know how good the opponent is. They're, I'm sure they're the same. They're, they're such a good – program and always are prepared for every game and so this everybody's on edge coming into the game and and kids understand like it matters our preparation really really matters this week yeah and i think too um you're, i mean obviously you're going to have a really good atmosphere their fans travel well it's not a very far trip your fans are very passionate about your team uh the atmosphere is just going to be great it's going to be a playoff atmosphere you know again a lot of emotions going to go in what do you? How do you keep that under check? I mean, because it's going to be an, it's going to be a loud environment. Do you have? I mean, have you talked to your quarterback about signals or anything like that to handle the noise? No, I mean it'll be a loud environment, but we sell out every home game. Mm -hmm. um, every home game we've played this year is sold out in in no exaggeration five to ten minutes. Oh wow! Yeah. And so we, you know, there'll be a little bit more excitement because it's playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a lot of our guys, we had several starters back. We played in the Alamo Dome with, you know, 30,000. We played at Cowboy Stadium with 45,000. Um, and so I, I think, you know, that, that just adds energy to it. I'm not sure that it's going to be something that is going to rattle the kids. I think that'll be exciting. Cool. And one final, one, one last question, and I'll let you go on with the rest of your day because I know you're a busy person. Um, how, how, uh, what do you guys got to do to make another run like you did last year? No, I mean, it's really simple. You have to win one game at a time. Like, you know, any coach worth of salt will not 
tell you that he's worried about a run. Like, this is the only game in the history of Vandergrift football that matters, this one this Friday. And and we've got to be prepared for it. If not, then we'll get run out of the gym. That's pretty much what will happen. So hopefully we'll show up, play well, and, and um, fortunate enough to maybe hopefully make a couple more plays than them. And I know um, if that happens, then we'll move on. Thanks a lot. I appreciate your time, Coach. Uh, and good luck on Friday. Uh, probably we'll see you there. Uh, that's kind of a game I'm in, so talk to you Friday, and good luck. Thanks, Mike. See you. Um, thanks, Coach. Uh, thanks to Coach Sanders from Vandergriff uh, for uh, giving us the insight there on the uh, big game Friday, big ticket game Friday. Uh, you know, I if you can get tickets. He told no. You know, he said in that interview, he's like, you know, our games we typically sell out within minutes, and I'm not, and that's not an exaggeration. You know, you go to a game like Vandergriff, like Travis, where they're really. Uh, communities are really involved in the schools or in the sports programs, you're going to get a good crowd. There's going to be a really good crowd there Saturday or Friday and I th- at Monroe Stadium, and I'm going to venture to say it's probably going to rival a Westlake Lake Travis game crowd. And if you've ever, and those and those crowds are rowdy, so I'm going to I'm expecting a little bit of both, uh, a, a little bit of rowdiness from both schools. Uh, so it'll be fun. And v- Vandergriff has a really good student. Se- Lake Travis has a great student section. I would I would vin- I would argue that Lake Travis the student section is probably the best in Austin area. I don't know though. Vander or Vista Ridges comes really close. Westwoods is really good too. Um, McNeil's. I was really impressed with McNeil's student section um, when I saw them play Vista Ridge earlier in the season at Kelly Reeves. Um, but yeah, student sections make it fun, man. And you know, whenever I do a photo gallery. Um, for these games that I go to and I take photos, I'm always looking at two things. You know, looking at the game, the action for the action from the game is just a small part of high school football. You've got cheerleaders, you've got the drill team, you've got the marching band, you've got the student sections, you've got the um, mascot. I mean, it's a whole experience that I try to capture through photos. Um, so you know. If I'm pointing my camera at you guys, go crazy. Uh, it makes for some really good photos sometimes. I've had some really good student section photos. But we have, now we're going to come to the part of the show where I am going to discuss with you guys. We're going to talk playoffs. We're going to preview a few games. And we are going to make some predictions. Because you know what? It's football. I haven't done predictions all year. Now, when I started this little thing, I was like, I'm not going to do predictions. You know, who cares what I think? But people do. And it's funny because, you know, it's like, hey, why aren't you picking the games? And, like, well, do you want me to pick the games? And I'm going to get them wrong half the time. Anytime I pick a team to win, it's the curse of death. So anybody that I pick to win uh, here in, the ne- in this segment, I'm sorry. It's, it's just part of the nature of the course. So if I'm picking you to win, it's a curse of death. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but um, we got 17 games this weekend. They start tonight, Thursday night. We've got three games Thursday night. Um, we've got Taylor plays Bernie. Bernie is a favorite to go to the state championship game. They're actually a favorite to win the state championship. I don't see Taylor beating Bernie. Uh, the Ducks had a pretty good season. No no doubt on that. So, you know, I'm picking Bernie in that game. But, you know, only because I think they, 
<laughs> they're going to win a state championship. Uh, Wimberley uh, plays San Antonio Purcell. I, I think Wimberley, again, it's another team that's favored to win a state championship. Wimberley is favored to win the 4A Division II championship or at least play the, play in it. I don't know if they're favored to win it. Uh, you, you're probably going to have to play Carthage, but um, definitely I think Wimberley could be playing in Dallas um, come December. Uh, and then finally, I think the last Friday, Thursday game we got tonight or tomorrow night uh, tonight is Thrall and Mason. Again, Thrall's playing a favorite to win a state championship. Mason, the punchers are, uh, which has one of the best mascots, if I can't say. The punchers are like the best. And I need to get to a game out in Mason. I hear it is amazing. It's just, it's an amazing atmosphere out at the, out at the puncher dome. Um, so kind of want to, uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Maybe next season. But Thrall, you know, Thrall is going to, uh, they're up against a monster. And, you know, Mason is going to be good. That game's at um, Marble Falls. So, uh, Wimberley's playing at uh, Alamo Heights and Taylor and Bernie's at Dripping Springs. Um, so, I think, you know, you're going to you're gonna see some good football. A lot of st- if you want to go check out one of those games, you're going to see a team that's going to play for a state championship most likely. So um, it'll be kind of fun to watch. Um, so on Friday, oh, I forgot one more. There was one more. Travis at Belton. Belton, I, I think Travis has got into the playoffs. There. Good story out of Austin. Um, I think Belton's going to be way too much for for the Rebels, unfortunately. So, um, you know, outside of LBJ, there may not be there may not be an Austin ISD school I think that has a really favorable first matchup, um, but Travis Belton's tomorrow night or tonight, and um, you know Travis just po- got a bad draw. I think Bel- Belton's a really good team. And if you don't believe me, ask uh, Rouse and Elgin and Pflugerville and Conley. They all had to play them. I think Rouse Rouse beat them, um, but I, Elgin, Conley, and Pflugerville had their problems. So. Um, good luck to all those teams that are playing tonight. I think it's uh, you're going to see some good football. You're going to see some really good football teams, let's put it that way. Um, and now we're going to talk about some of the bigger games on Friday. Uh, one of the things that uh, I think is going to be fun is the, the big game, obviously, is Vandergriff Lake Travis. That's, you know, that's too, again, as I said at the beginning of the show, you're talking about two teams that this should be a round four matchup. This should be a round four matchup with a chance to play in the state semifinals the following week. But it's not, and unfortunately, we get it week one. One of these teams is not going to get a chance to play after Friday, and I honestly think it's going to be Vandergriff. I know I said that. Um, For some reason, I have this. Lake Travis has, um, their offense has struggled all at the earlier part of this year. I didn't, I, you know, I've saw him a couple times. I saw him against Dripping Springs. I saw him against Westlake, and I saw him against Arlington Martin. And they just made mistakes. And they just really wasn't moving the ball. The way a Lake Travis football team that I'm familiar with um, does. So I was like, I got kind of really at this point where I'm like, well, Lake Travis is going to get beaten the first round, aren't they? But over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed something. They're a much different team with Chaston Ditta in there. Um, and it's kind of an interesting, it, it's a very interesting because I think Caden Leon is coming back this week and it'll be interesting to see if um, Carter 
plays him, if he does play, where he plays him. Um, you know, Leon's very athletic. He's very quick with his feet. I think he'd be a good, you know, choice at wide out. Let Ditta roll with it. Ditta's been on fire lately. He threw for 336 yards against um, Bowie last week. And, you know, 161 yards a week before. And, you know, he's just catching on. They, he's much – he's a he's a better passer than Leon, in my opinion. And um, I think he just – he will help. If, if they put him in quarterback, put Leon on the outside, or, you know, I'm going to let Hank Carter make those decisions. But I think if Ditas catches fire, that they can – they can sneak up on Vandergriff and they can beat Vandergriff because, you know, defensively, this is about as even of a matchup as you're going to find anywhere on Friday. There's maybe one more, Liberty Hill and Harlandale, but I don't think you're going to find another one. So, um, again, I'm picking Lake Travis. Um, probably the only one in sports media. Matter of fact, uh, my good buddy at KXCN, Tyler Feldman, fell, uh, was up at uh, Lake Travis. And if you haven't seen the video, it's kind of funny. Uh, he asked Hank, what's it like being the underdog? And he goes, you think we're the underdog? <laughs> and I was like, and he was like, well, that's what they're saying. He goes, well, and then he goes, there's a lot of stupid things on the internet or something along those lines. And I was like, yeah, you don't tell Hank Carter that they're the underdog. <laughs> it's not a good thing. And I made the mistake in my interview with Drew, uh, with Coach Sanders that, hey, you know, what's it like you guys are going in here as a, to win or you guys are going in here as a heavy favorite? Because I don't think we're the favorite. And, um, you know, we have never beat Lake Travis before, and they haven't. Vandergriff has never beat Lake Travis. So I'm picking Lake Travis solely on that decision. Um, it's going to be a good game. I won't be surprised if Vandergriff wins, but I think Lake Travis just has that um, playoff mentality. Uh, I mean, look, Vandergriff made the state finals last year. That's no easy feat. But I think Lake Travis has kind of a chip on their shoulder with something to prove, and that just makes for a scary formula in the playoffs. So, I'm picking Lake Travis. Um, if Vandergriff wins, uh, you guys can blame Lake Travis can blame me. Um, they blame me for a lot of things. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, I you know I picked West. They played Westlake one year, and I picked Westlake and put, put the uh, chaparral head on my wore the chaparral head to make my pick. And Lake Travis just beat the snot out of Westlake that year. I don't think that's going to happen here. I don't think Vandergriff is going to do that, uh, beat the snot out of him, but, you know, yeah, I'm picking Lake Travis. Anyway, moving on. A um, couple other good games I would think this week's going to be fun to watch. Cedar Hill at Weiss. And Weiss is, um, Cedar at Weiss. Weiss, this is an interesting matchup. Cedar Hill's 5-5. Five and five, And um, you can't. You know, you look at the records, and Weiss is nine and one. Cedar Hill is five and five. Look at those records, and you set automatically your brain goes, uh, well, you know, Weiss is clearly the better team. Some sports fans do that. Some sports fans put. I, I've I've been around sports fans that put records above all else, all else, and that's just not a good idea, especially in this case, because I'm here to tell you these are probably two very evenly te- matched teams. Um, with two very different offensive. Weiss is more pass-happy. Cedar Hill is going to run the ball right down your throat. Um, but the game is, the game is at, the, at, the, at the field in Pflugerville, and you're, I think you're going to have a very rowdy Weiss crowd, and I think you might actually see 
Um, I think Weiss can beat him. I really do. Um, again, going back to Cedar Hill's record, five and five. You want to know who they've lost to? Duncanville, who was who at one point was the number one team in the state. DeSoto, who who beat Duncanville, and is now the number one team in the state. South Lake Carroll, who will probably be cl- very close to playing for a state championship. Um, Rockwall, who's a very good football team. So those are four of their five losses, and that's nothing to write home about. So if you're going based on the record, just warning you, they've lost to some really good teams. Um, the other game I really think is going to be fun to watch is Rouse and McCallum. I think Rouse is clearly the, is a clear, better team um, than McCallum. But, again, it's a house park, good, at, good game time atmosphere. Got the city skyline right behind it. In the background, it's it's a great house park. Is one of my favorite stadiums, and you know it's just a, it's a good place to go watch a football game. I think again, Rouse is a much. I think Rouse is a better team. They definitely have a better offense. So you know that'll be fun to watch. Um, that one be. And then I mentioned Liberty Hill and Harlandale earlier in the show. Liberty, this is a very interesting matchup. Kind of, kind of at a point where I'm putting Liberty Hill on an upset alert. Harlandale is a, they're both pretty evenly matched teams. Um, Harlandale seven and three, Liberty Hill six and four. Uh, the game's at Liberty Hill, Jerry Vance Field in Liberty Hill. I, you know, I'm, I pick, I'm picking Liberty Hill to win that game. I really am. And I, again, like I said, I picked Weiss, I picked Rouse, and I'm picking Liberty Hill, even though I'm putting Liberty Hill on upset alert because I think Harlandale is going to play them really tough. Uh, very similar to Cedar Hill and Weiss. You've got a Harlandale is a very pass happy offense. Liberty Hill is Liberty Hill. They're going to run the ball down your throat and they're going to do it 27, 30 times a game. So, you know, it's just a matter of what pace that game's played at, I think. But again, can't really say that because if you remember back in the second week of the season, Liberty Hill and Hutto scored 168 points com- or 160 some points combined. So don't really want to say that if it gets into a faster paced game liberty hill's not going to be able to respond because they've shown that they can do it but you know it depends on how that game goes i think liberty hill's going to win it but they need to be on upset alert because i think harlandale just by the just on paper looks every bit of a scary football team and like they can come in and beat liberty hill although liberty hill is playing really good football right now so but again liberty hill and then everybody's favorite cinderella mcneil hosting a playoff game they're in the playoffs for the first time in 19 years. Um, it, it's just a, it's the great, it's the best story of the year, in my opinion. McNeil making the playoffs, McNeil's uh, run to run to the postseason, just it, probably my the best story of the year season. They get Bowie in the first round. Bowie is a very uh, seasoned football team. They can, they, you know, they're playoff regulars. They're, they're big. They're gonna come at you. Um, but they're beat up. They've had to play Lake Travis and Westlake the last two weeks of the season. They're beat up. But, you know, McNeil's offense is very young. Um, and Jaden Schultz, who's the sophomore quarterback for McNeil, who, in my opinion, is the um, rookie of the year, if you will, he, um, he he's, he, you know, he's thrown 13 interceptions and 10 touchdowns. But I'm going to say this. He's a very good uh, game manager. And 
the offense can score points if it needs to, but their defense, McNeil's defense is going to give Bowie all kinds of fits. Um, I think McNeil wins that game. Uh, I'm picking McNeil. So, you know, let's recap, shall we? All right. Um, Hutter, Duncanville, obvious pick there is uh, Duncanville. Uh, Hutter had a good season. They got in the playoffs. I don't think they stand much of a chance against Duncanville. That's a good football team. They were ranked number one in the state, number one in the nation for a reason. Um, they've got their the offensive line is huge. It, it's going to be it's an uphill battle for Hutto, um, but great season to the Hippos. Um, and that game's up in Dallas at Duncanville on Friday. So good luck to the Hippos uh, <clears throat> against that monster. Uh, Round Rock Westlake. I'm going Westlake. Westlake all the way. What? <laughs> Westlake's 10-0. They look like they're going to make, make a good run in the playoffs. Um, so, going Westlake. Lake Travis Vandergriff, we've already mentioned. I'm giving Lake Travis the kiss of death. I'm picking the Cavaliers. Weiss and Cedar Hill. You know, I'm, I'm going Weiss. I, I'm not changing my pick. Weiss is going to be the pick. I'm, I'm, I think they got a good chance to go the second round. Uh, McNeil Bowie going McNeil or going McNeil, not McNeil. McNeil, <laughs> um, Cedar uh, uh, Vista Ridge Dripping Springs. This is going to be an interesting game. Vi- 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 Dripping Springs has the size and they've got the speed. They've got the running back. Um, Dripping Springs is a good football team, and I'm going to tell you this: if they're not in the state semifinals. It might be a very big disappointment, and the reason is Vista Ridge is going to show up. Vista Ridge has been Dr. and Jekyll and Mr. Hyde all year. They've looked good one week. They've looked bad the next. Um, and it's hard to tell which one, and I'm sure the one that's going to show up is going to be good, but I don't know if they're good enough to beat Dripping Springs. I'm picking Dripping Springs, uh, although <laughs> if Vista Ridge does somehow pull off an upset in that one, it would all. It would just make sense. <laughs> it would just make sense for how weird the season has been for the Rangers. Uh, Georgetown, Smithson Valley. You know, I want to pick Georgetown in this one, but I'm going Smithson Valley. I, I don't. Georgetown got beat by Cedar Park last week. They've had some ups and downs all year. They're a good football team. Uh, they might be better than Smithson Valley. Uh, I just don't. I just don't see it. I'm going Smithson Valley in that one. Cedar Park, New Braunfels Canyon. I'm going Cedar Park with the road win. They're playing at Canyon. Do they still have the red? Do they still have the red turf at Canyon? That would be interesting if they did. I don't think they do. Um, but it, it was such an ugly thing when they did it. But they might. They still might have the red turf. Who knows? Um, but you know, I'm going. I'm going Cedar Park on that one. I think Cedar Park is catching catching some momentum here at the end of the year. I, I think they can go down there and beat him. Uh, Travis Belton tonight. Uh, I already said Belton's going to win that one. Rouse McCallum. Rouse. I'm going Rouse all the way. Uh, Crockett. Waco University. Waco. I'm picking Waco University. Although that might be the that might be our upset for the week. Cedar Crockett's got a you know Cameron Dickey is really good player and he's I mean he's the one man show down there. Don't get me wrong, which kind of makes it. You know, hey, Waco University, if we stop him, we can stop Crockett. But you know what? I don't know if they're going to be – it's hard to stop him. He's good. I'm going to go with – I'm going 
I'm going Wake University, although if Crockett wins that one, I wouldn't be surprised. It, it, it might be the upset of the week. Uh, Pflugerville OBJ, got to love the Panthers. Man, that was some great magic. That, that was a great ending to that game last week. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard about it, go read the story on the website, otsports.com. Man, I, I made a, and I made the mistake. Well, I don't know if it's a mistake, but I made a couple Friday Night Lights television show references. If you've never seen the show, it's probably one of the best high school, it's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. It's very well written. Um, but I made a reference to it, and I don't think anybody got it. And it hasn't been that long. Has it been that long since that show was popular? But man, I made that reference that you know the Panthers made a uh, made for TV ending only the Dylan Panthers would envy, and everyone just sort of looked at me like, "What? What are you talking about?" But watch the show, you'll get it. Uh, but anyway, I think this is where the magic comes to an end. LBJ is a good football team. I, I don't see them beating. I don't see Flickerville pulling any magic out of their hat to beat them. Now, no one thought they'd beat Rouse either, so you never know. But I, I just – they're young, also a young team. There's a lot of sophomore quarterbacks in the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, Flugerville's a young team. I just don't see them beating LBJ. So I'm, I'm going Jaguars on that one. Liberty Hill, Harlandale, I've already made the pick on that one. I'm going Liberty Hill. Uh, Bernie Taylor, I'm going Bernie. I think Bernie's going to win that one. Um, Wimberley, Par- Parcel, I'm going Wimberley. Lago Vista uh, and Divine. Lago Vista and Divine. That's going to be a good game, too. I think Lago Vista is going to be dangerous in the playoffs. They're very, very good offense. Um, I'm going Lago Vista on that one. And then finally, rounding it out, Thrall, Mason. I'm going Mason. Um, do I think we have any teams that are going to be playing for a state championship? I do. Um, I think you're going to see... I think Westlake or Lake Travis is going to be playing for a state championship. I think Westlake has a better chance than Lake Travis. Lake Travis, I don't think Lake Travis is going to be able to get past. Um, but Westlake and Lake Travis, whoever whoever wins Vandegrift and Lake Travis. Now, I'm picking Lake Travis, but if, if Vandegrift wins, Vandegrift and Westlake should be playing in that regional quarterfinal or that quarter state quarterfinal to go to see who's going to go play Galena Park North Shore in the state semifinals. Um, do I think that either of those teams can do it? I do. Um, I, I'm going to go with, I think Vandergriff would have a better chance. Should they beat Lake Travis? They have to beat Lake Travis. But I think if they beat Lake Travis, Vandergriff can go on a run. Um, but, you know, if Vandergriff does go on a run, I think they have a better chance beating Galena Park North Shore than Westlake. But could be proven wrong either way. Westlake, you know, Westlake's um, quarterback, sophomore quarterback, he's good. He's just, He's got an arm. So you never know. You never know in the playoffs, any given weekend, you, any given week. So, uh, But in 6A, Westlake, Vandergriff are probably the two best options uh, or two best contenders there. 5A, I don't think we have a contender in 5A. Uh, oh, 6A Division Two. How do I forget? I think Dripping Springs could make a good run. I really do. I think Dripping Springs could actually be playing in that state championship game. They're a good football team. They're big. They're big. And they will go as far as that defense. And that and Jack um, title, title will carry them because 
Dripping Springs is a good football team. They're a scary football team, and I think they can make a good run. And if they're not, and if they don't, and if they're playing in December and at uh, AT and AT and T Stadium, it would not surprise me one bit. Um, in five A, I don't think we have a. I don't think an Austin area has a team in five A that can make a good run. Um, it's just it, it's just a good you know you're playing in a good region there. It. I just don't know. I don't. I haven't seen much out of a five A team that would make me think. Hey, we're gonna have a. We got a team that's five A that can go to the state championship. Um, if we did, it's probably. Uh, it might be Liberty Hill, or it might be Cedar. Uh, it might be Liberty Hill, but I. I don't know. I don't think we have a five A team that's going to be playing in in Dallas in, at the end of December. Uh, 4A Wimberley, I think, is uh, a very good candidate playing the state championship games. Um, Texans are a really good football team. Uh, they will have to play Lago Vista, I think, s- at some point. And Lago Vista was probably the only team all season that gave uh, Wimberley a, any type of a challenge. So, uh, But I do think Wimberley is our, probably our uh, only other state championship candidate. Um, but... Th- we talk about it on podcasts and the radio and on TV and in print and all this stuff. It doesn't matter what happens is who plays uh, or who wins on Friday and the kids playing on the field. So take everything I just said with a huge grain of salt and, you know, enjoy my, enjoy my failures when I'm wrong. So, <laughs> cause I do, um, not so much. I, I, I think it was a coach once and, um, oh yeah, the old coach at Smithville got really upset with me one time because I was uh, we used to just chat, and I made a comment about you know I don't think Smithville you know Smithville's never had a really good football team, and they were just having a really bad year, and I said something I was like I think Smithville's going to be zero and ten this year, and he got really upset with me, and I said and I told him and he called me out on it one time when I was over to school and I said as a coach, I said, prove me wrong. You know, I make I make these predictions for you to prove me wrong, uh, and most coaches enjoy it. I picked, ba- uh, you know, I covered Bastrop in 2010 when they made their big playoff run, and I picked against them every single week, and it started out as a joke. It really did. I I, I picked them. I, I don't remember who they. I forgot who they played in the first. No, oh, they picked Corsicana in the first round, and I picked Corsicana because I was like, I, I don't like, I don't think Bastrop's going to be able to beat them. They did, and they did it pretty easily. So next week I picked they played Sulphur Springs and I was like, well, another good team. I'm gonna pick Sulphur Springs again. I'm gonna pick Sulphur Springs. Picked them, Bastrop won. Got to practice on Monday with Coach Perry, uh, Gerald Perry, who was coach at Bastrop at the time, and I he, co- he goes, Don't stop picking against us. He pulled me offside. He's like, he, I said, Michael, come here, come here, come here. He goes, just don't stop. He goes, please don't stop picking against us. Because kids love it. They're loving it, and it's driving them, and it's all that. So that week, they played Frisco Liberty in the um, in the uh, regional playoff, and I picked Frisco Liberty, and they went in there, and they beat them. And honest to God, I don't think anybody picked Bastrop that week, and they went in and beat them. So following week, regional or the state quarterfinals, they played Mesquite Petite, I picked Mesquite Petite. I picked against Bastrop every week in the playoffs. Now, Mesquite Petite did beat Bastrop, but I got to tell you, the media people, we get it wrong most of the time. But 
take it for what it is. Um, it's fun. It's playoff time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Follow along. Um, look on the website. Man, I did. I think I may have pulled off an hour on this podcast. How about that? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, well, that's all we have for this week. Um, playoffs start Friday. It's going to be a busy weekend uh, with volleyball. Be sure to follow along on Twitter, Michael Adams TX. I need to be better at posting on the um, OT, uh, on the Sideline Sports Austin uh, Twitter account, but I'm not. I am. I, I do more with the um, the uh, my personal account, um, especially for like live coverage. But um, you know, Facebook OTS Sports ATX um, is the handle for Facebook. It's the handle for Instagram where I'll put photos up after the games, TikTok, um, getting that kind of up and running. Um, sign up for the newsletter. It's on the website, otssports.com. And, uh, you know, let's get this thing rolling. And uh, thanks again to everybody for listening. Thanks for everybody to for following along, uh, for reading what I'm writing, putting out there on the website. I hope you all enjoy it. And until next week, I will see you on the sidelines.